Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. It's the Bama Online Podcast. I'm Travis Ryder, Senior Analyst for BOL with you here on the pod. Joined this morning by our friend Hank South. Does an outstanding job covering recruiting, football, basketball, you name it for us there at BamaOnline.com. Hank, how you doing? I'm good, Travis. How are you? We're hanging in there, man. We're just trying to navigate this pandemic, although... How about this sort of convergence of sports we've got going on right now? You got the Major League Baseball, the NBA. Uh, we're hopeful still about high school, college, NFL, football, everything, at least on paper. At least we're getting an attempt, I guess, mm-hmm. Hank, to get us some more sports going here in the coming weeks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the big news this week with, with uh, the Alabama high schools, um, you know, moving forward with the season as scheduled. So that's always positive, especially, you know, two days after California decides to move their season uh, to, to December. So to starting December. So some, some good news um, on those fronts. So hopefully, you know, we can keep this wave going and, and you know, ha- have football, uh, have football this fall. Yeah, sustainability, right? That's going to be the key word, I think, moving forward. Everybody's got a plan until, in the words of Mike Tyson, they get punched in the mouth. Speaking of Mike Tyson, did you see where we're going to have some Mike Tyson to? Comeback season. Yes, Mike and Roy Jones Jr. (laughs) going to dance in the squared circle, scheduled anyway, for September the 12th. We'll see if they're able to get that one off the ground. Um, But, yeah, when you talk about high school football – uh, it's interesting here in Tuscaloosa because Tuscaloosa City Schools, they have decided that they're going to go to remote learning for the first nine weeks of the school year. Uh, and they're still going to play fall sports, which when you consider that you're not going to have largely, I think there's going to be some face-to-face interaction. But for the most part, we're talking remote learning. Um, kind of have a built-in bubble. I guess, you know, when you yeah. don't have uh, in, in-room in classes or in-person classes and uh, you're able to sort of bubble your teams. I think you know this, your background with Texas high school football and how important it is in that state, similar here in Alabama, not quite the, the population base. So that's sort of rel- relevant, rel- relative to the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how these states go about dealing with fans, man, because – Fans at the high school level in places like Texas and Alabama, uh, they want to be there on Friday nights. And so I'm not sure how you make all that work uh, eventually, hopefully. And I would guess there's going to be a a pretty stringent protocol in in play. But um, we'll see how it plays out. What we do know is the Alabama Crimson Tide on the recruiting front is heading into a weekend where a prime target is set to announce his commitment This time on Sunday, last weekend, Hank, it was about 
the offensive line. We're going to go on the other side of the ball and talk about a five-star defensive lineman for this week. Give us some background on Damon Payne and sort of how we've gotten to this point where he's ready to make a declaration for for his school of choice. Yeah, so this has kind of been um, you know a long time coming. I mean, I say that you know I, I think Bama's always been in, in good shape for Damon Payne. He's never really, you know, come out and said Bam is his leader. He doesn't really honestly do many interviews. You know, we're going to see him announce his commitment on Sunday on CBS Sports HQ. And that'll really be one of the first times, you know, a lot of people will probably hear him talk. Uh, you know, he, he he's a pretty quiet kid. He kind of just, you know, stays off. He's not really active on social media. Um, his coach um, does a lot of the, the media for him and, you know, the, the interview requests and all that so it'll be interesting to see you know what he has to say about the school he picks which i feel is going to be alabama a lot of other analysts myself tim watts um and other guys within 24 7 sports feel alabama is trending ahead of sunday but uh bama offered him um, damon Payne, in the spring of 2019 so uh, a little over a year ago uh, and actually his, you know, he's in Michigan. He's been to campus twice. He came down for camp in June of 2019 and then was back, um, last September, I believe it was the old miss game. If it wasn't the old miss, it was the Southern miss game, but he was back on campus in September, um, for another visit. And he was supposed to get back, um, to campus in late March. Obviously, um, all the visits were shut down, so that didn't happen, but Bim has always been, been quietly, you know, had the edge right there. Even his, his head coach in interviews has said, you know, he, he thinks Bama probably has the edge, but you know, he, he's, he's looking at all these schools. He had a top 10 he was working with, um, narrowing things down. But, um, ahead of Sunday, it, it looks as though Bama's still in good shape for him. It appears that, you know, you know, Charles Huff, who's done a tremendous job on the recruiting trail in the 2021 cycle. He's currently the number one recruiter in the country, um, per our rankings. Um, he's leading the charge there. He has a close relationship with Damon, his family and, and his head coach who he knows, dating back to his Penn State time. So uh, looks like it, it'll be good news again. But, uh, you know, it, it's recruiting. You know, things things change. He hasn't, you know, we haven't given it. It's not a lock by any means. You know, you never like to say lock in recruiting, but it looks like Bama's in good shape. Interesting that you mentioned Charles Huff and his ties going back to his time as an assistant coach just a few years ago, actually, at Penn State, because there doesn't look to be, Hank, a really strong Big Ten flavor in play for for Damon Payne uh considering you know he's a Michigan guy yeah it's interesting and a lot of people you know uh yeah they, that's like kind of the first question you know why why weren't Michigan Ohio State kind of among this final group and, and you know he did consider both of those schools and um, you know he had them in his top 10 I think ahead of Sunday his, his finalists are, are Alabama uh Kentucky Arizona State and USC there might be one other one I'm missing um so it's kind of a, a yeah it's a, you know you're looking at a kid from Michigan uh but you know from the start and Tim Watts has addressed this um he, he this isn't your typical recruitment you know distance from home was not uh really a priority for Damon Payne, I think the biggest things were relationships and, and development, um, and not necessarily, you know, staying close to home. Um, and I, you know, I think that's why Alabama is an attractive, um, attractive school to him. So again, what sort of factored into you upping your confidence level? We have that, that facet now of the crystal ball where guys like you, Tim Watts, uh, cover this stuff every day can go in and and actually adjust your confidence level in picks does it have to do with the timing that this is coming down or just sort of the the feel that it's been all along with Damon Payne 
I think, you know, the feel as, it, as it's been all along. And, you know, when I first put in the pick, it was it was at six. So it was two points lower. Um, probably could have started it at an eight. You know, I, I think Bama's been um, trending here for a while. Um, and, you know, as, as Tim Watts has reported on Bama Online, um, you know, talking to sources at other schools, whether it be USC, um, Arizona State, Kentucky, you know, Nobody really has an answer from him yet, but everyone kind of just thinks it's Alabama. Um, so, you know, usually when that's the case, um, it, it, you know, it's Alabama usually 10 times out of 10. I'm not even, you know, it, it's usually right. So, um, you know, that that's kind of what we're going off of, what we've you know known about him in the past, what we've heard from people close to him. So all signs seem to be pointing towards the tide. Um, of course, um, we'll find out on Sunday. You know, we were sort of in this position a week ago anticipating more Terrence Ferguson, uh, the four-star offensive lineman from Fort Valley, Georgia, and his announcement for last Sunday that did, in fact, play out uh, in a way in which he committed to Alabama. Of course, uh, what we found out on the interim was that the Brockermeyers were ready to go. Is there the potential for that sort of scenario going into this weekend too? Hank, we're sort of looking at Damon Payne <laughs> on Sunday, but uh, could there be some fireworks before we get to the end of the weekend? Yeah, never say never. You know, I, I yeah, the Brocker Myers. <laughs> it was uh, uh, there. There's, I feel like there's this group of guys, and we've kind of seen them all, you know, slowly start to to hop on board. Where we've just been keeping an eye on them, is saying, you know, when we were doing our features as far as who could commit next, they they've been on them for for a few weeks. You know. The, Brocker Myers were, were two guys on it. Kendrick Blackshire was on it for a while, and, and they're they're slowly starting to hop on board. And I, I still think there's guys in the, that category. Obviously, Damon Payne has a decision date set for Sunday, but a guy like Robbie Oots, the tight end from South Carolina, he's narrowed his list to two, which you know you got to feel means he's pretty close to a decision, especially coming down from eight schools to two in the matter of you know a month. Um, so I you know I, I'm watching him. Um, a guy like Kyrie Jackson, the junior college cornerback um, from East Mississippi, he was expected to announce a decision on July 11th. He decided to hold off, but we caught up with him over the weekend, and he, he's saying, you know, it's on the horizon. It's going to come soon. So he's another guy we're watching. So th- there's always, you know, guys kind of on the cusp, and then, of course, guys that could just wake up and decide they want to commit. Um, but, you know, it's Thursday, uh, you know, it's later in the week, Thursday, Friday. You know, I, I think it's safe that Damon Payne's probably the most likely the next one. So, it, so if you were going to issue some new crystal balls for Alabama targets in this 2021 cycle, uh, I guess Jackson would be chief among the, the those guys that you would look at. Maybe a couple other guys you would consider. Yeah, I, th- I think Jackson's one of a guy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm leaning towards a pick in for Alabama. I think that's the school that's been trending. He he's considering Florida, Oklahoma, Oregon, but it, it seems like Bama's, you know, ever since he got the Bama offer, it's just kind of seemed different for him as far as, you know, the, the, maybe a school separating itself from the pack. So that's a guy I'm watching. Um, another interesting name we've written about him a lot, but, um, Malcolm Johnson, the, the, the receiver from, uh, from Virginia, um, kind of similar to Christian Leary, just one of those elite speed track guys. Um, that Bama has been recruiting really heavily along with Brian Thomas, their other receiver target. Um, I've been talking to you know people close to him, people familiar with his recruitment. And, and uh, I, I've heard Bama's trending um, heavily for him. And, you know, I, you know, I take it with a grain of salt, but you know, that that's a guy I'm watching um, as, as far as, you know, possibly making a pick in favor of Alabama for, and, you know, I know everyone's going to be like, well, what does that mean for Brian Thomas? Um, the, the, 
top 50 receiver out of Louisiana. I don't think it really means anything. You know, I, I think, I don't, I think Bama wants to sign four receivers, but you know, there's always that category of guys that, you know, if they want in, they're too good to pass up on. So I, I don't think that would slow, um, the recruitment down for, for either of those guys, depending on, you know, if one of them committed. Um, so he's a guy, Kyrie Jackson, um, William Parker, the offensive lineman out of, um, out of Tennessee, that's, that's closing in on a decision in September. He's a guy, I think Bama's, you know, trending for a little bit with Tennessee in the mix as well. So those are, those are a handful of, uh, guys I'm looking at. You know, similar to the wide receiver situation that you outline in terms of does this mean that when talking about a couple of different prospects at that position, what about Kyrie Jackson and Jason Marshall? Is there dots to be connected there? The five-star corner Marshall from Miami, Florida, are are, are those guys sort of independent of one another? I know that you mentioned Florida. Obviously, Florida is heavily involved with uh, Jackson and Marshall. Is is there anything to be sort of uh, drawn into that with those two guys? No, you know, I, I think you know, Bama's going to keep recruiting both regardless of, of decisions they make, you know, if, if Jackson decided to hop on board, I think it would still be full steam ahead for Jason Marshall. And I say the same thing with, um, uh, McKinstry, you know, I don't think, yeah. um, any of these guys making a decision now would affect how hard Bama is going to push for the others because, you know, you, I mean, they're, you know, they are filling up, you know, they have 15 commitments. Um, there is certainly a cap you have to stay with under. Um, but, um, it, it's just too early to, you know, pull back on, on any of these guys at this point in the cycle. We're going to take a quick break here on the BamaOnline.com podcast. We certainly encourage you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. While you're there, leave us a rating and a review. We would certainly appreciate that as well. When we come back with Hank South, I'm going to ask him about the quarterback situation where Alabama is concerned for the 2021 cycle. And we'll also take a peek ahead to the class of 22. 2022. There's been a little bit of action on that front here of late as well. That and more when the Bama Online podcast returns right after this. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Hank, we're back to add a couple of more topics here to the podcast as we uh, try to glean some knowledge where both the 2021 cycle and even the 2022 cycles are concerned. Let's start with the quarterback situation uh, is sort of flying under the radar. At least it feels that little that way a little bit for 2021. You bring in Bryce Young last year. Um, what what is that looking? Is is Luke Altmyer, Starkville, Mississippi, 
still the the guy that you're maybe looking at the most or is there a guy or two that Alabama's been involved with that are still in that mix yeah yeah I I still think the two names to to track closest are are Luke Altmaier and and Jalen Milrow who's committed to Texas Luke Altmaier committed to Florida State Um, there's really been no other names there's been some some guys that have kind of popped up here and there as far as guys Bama's looking at and you know communicating with but the two guys with offers that Bama is you know pressing for are, are, are Luke Altmaier and, and Jalen Milrow and it's kind of interesting you know Jalen Milrow it seemed earlier on after Drake May flipped to North Carolina that you know Jalen Milrow was really giving it a lot of thought and I, I think uh, a lot of thought to potentially flip to Alabama and I, I think you know he, he still is giving it thought but the longer it goes on the the more I, I get the feeling and especially you know how this the pandemic has has um influenced everything as far as visits and you know contact in-person contact all that i I think that's maybe helped texas uh, more so to to hold on to him there really doesn't seem to be a lot of concern on the texas side at this point from guys i've talked to as as far as where he stands i I know he still communicates with alabama um and i I think that's the one school to watch closest with him if he did reopen things but um you know he's really close with that that texas class and and obviously you know he's a big target for them so we're still watching him but i I think luke altmeyer might be the most interesting one just in the fact that he's actually you know committed to the idea of taking a visit to alabama while committed to florida state you know he's he's communicating with the staff he's built a pretty good relationship with steve sarkeesian um he he's facetimed or zoom call whatever with uh with nick saban a couple times um so there's ongoing communication there you know you have the proximity um to his home in starkville um right there so i i think you know it makes more sense as far as a guy if Bama's going to flip one of these guys i think luke altmeyer makes more sense but at the same time you look at Jalen milrow who's been to campus he's camped he's almost committed to bama before he has relationships with at least you know six staff members in tuscaloosa um and, and you know you know just that long-standing relationship so those are the two guys we're watching closest and of course you know names other names could pop up you know as bama continues to get a feel on you know if, if they have a legit shot at actually flipping one of these guys as we wrap up with you and we look ahead to 2022 because there has been uh, some some developments of note here, I guess, in the last few days. What about the quarterback position for 2022? Are there already a couple of guys that you see on the horizon from the Alabama perspective, looking ahead of class or so? Yeah, and you know that's going to be if you, you kind of look at the the quarterback recruiting cycles. 2022 will be uh, an important year for Alabama, depending, of course, on on you know who they sign in, in 2021. Uh, but there there are some some big time prospects. You know, the you, go, you look at the number one player in the country and Quinn Ewers, um, the South Lake Carroll quarterback, who our guys um, on our 24/7 Sports national team are saying is the best high school quarterback prospects since trevor lawrence um, so wow. it's big praise for 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 quinn ewers and he's a guy that's been to tuscaloosa already he came for the tennessee game last fall got the offer from nick saban obviously that south lake carroll tie greg mcelroy uh, who you know i don't think he's playing any real role in, in quinn ewers decision or anything but you know have that tie it's been a school bam has been to before um at the quarterback position a couple times so definitely um or I'm thinking of Allen. So with Greg McElroy, um, so that's something to watch. You know, Tanner Bailey had a Gordo. He's he's a Bama and Auburn legacy. Um, he, he's a guy that got an offer from Saban earlier this spring that that's given a serious look to Bama. And then another guy who's a coach's son, uh, the UT uh, UT Martin head coach's son, Ty Simpson out of Tennessee who's a, a top 50 quarterback in the 2022 class. He's a guy that's been brought up a bunch. He's camped um, and, and earned his offer from the staff in front of Saban and Sark. Um, so he, he's a, a big target as well. 
Anything else on the 2022 front that you think we need to know about as we we get out of here with you? You know, uh, Bama's been you know pretty active with their offers. You know that, that we've we've seen them send out a few offers this week in the class. Um, a lot of Midwest guys, Caleb Brown, a top 40 receiver out of Chicago, um, a new offensive line target in South Carolina, Colin Sadler, uh, a cornerback in Georgia. So there's been several, but I think you know the biggest news out of 2022 um, is is the the composite rankings got updated. Um, I think in the last week, um, as the industry has, um, you know, aligned in, in ranking the 2022 class and Bama is the number three class in the country with two commitments right now, of course, in Jeremiah Alexander and, and Robert Woodyard. Um, and, and Jeremiah Alexander is, a, uh, has earned a fifth star in the composite. So one, five star, one high four star Robert Woodyard on board for Alabama so far in 2022. Good stuff, as always, with Hank South. Does an outstanding job for us there at BamaOnline.com. Hey, Hank, have a great weekend, my man. Hey, thanks, Travis. You too. There he goes, Hank South. Thanks to you once again for joining us here on the Bama Online podcast. Keep it locked. Keep it locked to BOL throughout the weekend. Could be some recruiting news of note for Crimson Tide fans right there. You'll learn of it first on the roundtable the premium message board of choice for Crimson Tide fans everywhere. Travis Schreier, hoping you have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again real soon right here on the Bama Online Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.